Hello everyone, I'm Levi. And I'm Carly Gates, and you are listening to The Not So Pearly Gates, a podcast about marriage, parenting, pop culture, snacks, and more. Join us as we hide in our bedroom with a microphone and hope our kids don't wake while we're recording. Hey everyone, and uh, welcome back to um, episode five of the Not So Pearly Gates podcast. I know we had a little bit of a break there, but uh, for good reason. We had I had a work trip um, mm-hmm. to New York and New Jersey, mm-hmm. and when I got back, we had a bunch of stuff happening. Carly. We did, but going back to New Jersey, you went to the special Sopranos place. I, uh, I did. I went to the Paramus Mall, <laughs> yep. a very uh, wonderful mall. <laughs> I think uh, Rosalie and Carmela shop there, right? <laughs> they, they go, got to get, got to get Anthony Jr. something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go look at buying a new suit. Yeah. Uh, we did drive by the Bada Bing. Nice. Uh, we did not get to stop. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, to go in or? <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted to like at least get a picture of us in front of really? the sign. Um but we, uh, I did go to Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yes. To yeah. the graveyard at mm-hmm. the old uh, Dutch uh, church graveyard. I would love to see that. I it bet was, that's really cool in October. It was beautiful. It's one of those things that, I don't know, perhaps future family trip, mm-hmm. Halloween time. Mm-hmm. Go there. Boston's like three hours away. Yeah, Salem go to Salem. Or something. That would be really, really Do cool. Do a whole like just a Halloween trip. I love it. Um, I, and I hear the leaves are beautiful. That's what I hear. <laughs> leaves up east. Yeah. Uh, uh, we could do that. Oh, but. once again, we were reminded that Boise, where we live, which is called the City of Trees, La Bois, um, is not the City of Trees. Yes. We have been finding that that's a ridiculous name for our city <laughs> and that we everywhere from New Jersey, right? Yeah, I mean, the whole the, that whole East Coast is yeah, Atlanta, got more trees than... Long Island yeah. is far more Wood, you know, wooded. wooded and lush <laughs> with trees than Boise could ever be. So yeah. it just it makes us laugh whenever we hear that, the city trees. It, it, it's like... Mm. It was funny because we did have Jimmy with us and it was his first time that way. And he's mm-hmm. literally said, can't believe how many trees there are. And we're the city of trees. Yeah, it just like, doesn't make sense. Oh, not really. No, not at all. So our kids have been having a good summer. They've been living pretty much what we agree would be the dream summer. High on the hog. Yeah, they are. We've got um, uh, some new girls that moved in on the street that my kids, or our kids, really adore. And uh, so every day it's just kind of an open door of kids coming and going and, and other kids. And now Augie's old enough that his friends can ride his bikes to him and Hadley can link up with her friends. And it's just funny because it's uh, the way, what we always wanted. We always mm-hmm. wanted a house that was filled with kids asking for snacks and, you know, being like the house where they could play and, you know, get some positive energy in yeah. their life if maybe they're not having the best life. But we just always wanted to be that house. So it's fun to see, you know, the kids being so welcoming and, and just, telling kids yeah. come on over come play anytime but coming and going and i like having summers off because i work at a school so i'm able to sleep in and yeah. just have a nice lazy summer myself with the kids but with that i did get a new job last week um, congratulations thank you i am sick with nerves but <laughs> it's gonna be okay so uh, it's still in the school system it's at a different elementary school that's actually close to your work mm-hmm. so it's actually where I went to kindergarten. Yeah, that's right. It's a school that was built um, in the early 1900s here in Boise. So, um, 
but anyway, I found out that my summer is going to be cut a little bit shorter because of that job. So there's going to be, you know, two weeks where I'm jealous of the kids, you know, still eating popsicles and going to the pool and maybe I'll, be I'll take stuck those in a building. two weeks off. Yeah, I think that's a good I'll idea. Get my summer. <laughs> I think that'd be a good idea. I think the kids would love that. So uh, what else we've had? What family visit? You yeah, we've been. Uh, my mom's back from Texas for the summer, which is Woo-hoo. really nice because. Uh, we can pawn our kids off on her um, <laughs> for the weekends. Um, but no, it's super nice to have my mom back. Mm-hmm. Um, we have missed her terribly. She's been in Texas taking care of my grandmother. Um, but we also had uh, uh, your niece, Rachel, mm-hmm. bringing her boy Tucker over. Yep. And He's so cute. Rachel, He's just wild, man. Yeah, it's 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 wild to, to picture because when we first got together, Rachel was a just out of being a toddler. Yeah, I think she was three when we were yeah. and Almost four. So now she's married with a kid, mm-hmm. and he is the cutest thing yeah. in the world. Yeah, and it's, it's, I can't believe you blink and it happens, but she's a good mom, and that little boy, he's 10 months old, is just a riot. So so fun. And then we had my brother come yep. and visit. And then your brother stopped by and has spent so, a couple of days with you yeah. with us here, and that's been fun. We played some board games, and yep. Uh, it's just nice seeing everybody. Yeah, it's been a good summer so far, 10 out of 10. And then today, uh, I took the kids um, with their their friends, and we went to see The Little Mermaid at the fun theater with the nice recliner seats. Yeah. And as it turns out, bed seats in the front row which is amazing to me. They're like beds, actually, yeah. but like you can fit two adults on them. And I just can't tell you the trouble I would have gone into <laughs> on those both. things. Like, like my teen and early 20s, that would have been just a recipe for disaster yeah. if I went there with a the boy. <laughs> but anyway, we uh, we went to see The Little Mermaid. It was great. Um, it was so much fun. And one of the things that made me laugh was um, Triton mm-hmm. is Javier Bardem, yeah. which is troubling for two reasons one i was always attracted to king triton in the cartoon and then now he is shredded he is shredded (laughs) and i'm also attracted to javier bardem and his (laughs) accent although it sounds if you closed your eyes it is absolutely still anton sugar from (laughs) no country for old men and so just hearing his voice and he he does that kind of monotone you know and it's so thickly accented but it sounded yeah you could almost picture him saying like have you what's the most you've ever bet on a coin toss <laughs> <laughs> can't do it but anyway so it was just fun seeing that but so at the very end of it spoiler alert uh ariel and eric are married and in this version they're going out to a, a boat to go sail the world and triton comes to say goodbye and then her sisters and then just lots of other merfolk and the people on the island are just not that surprised <laughs> at seeing like a There's ship. a whole underworld. Yeah, like, like a lot people. of mermaids all of a sudden were like hanging out on the beach with them and like sitting on the boats with them. And the townsfolk were just, they thought it was pretty cool. They it's were such not, a novelty. Yeah, they were not scared that all of a sudden these mermaids were like talking to them. And yeah, but it, I, that made me think too of like in movies where like, it doesn't show what the common person would be thinking. So I saw a tweet that was like, what would happen if you just finished paying off your car and you saw the Hulk 
throw it at some <laughs> dude. Oh, <laughs> like, man, I just made my last payment. Like, yeah, or just, like, the destruction in those movies. Right, yeah. That you're just like, what are the people in the office thinking, like... <laughs> I'm like not again you know like we just got back to the office i never thought of that but that is great yeah and, and there's and then i thought even deeper what is it that people would think on like a higher spiritual level if like like in avengers when mm-hmm. you know space opens up and there's all these <laughs> like alien you know beings coming down or like in ghostbusters when all of a sudden like people are looking at ghosts and the stay puff marshmallow man like does that not trigger an absolute faith crisis like yeah, that right. their their whole concept of god and like after life in the streets yes and so yeah like what would happen cuz they say like with the ufo report that that's been all the the real ufo footage that's been coming out um that a lot of it was delayed in coming out because they wanted to make sure people could handle it because they may have spiritual crisis yeah. uh, due to, you know, this changing their views on space and God and everything. So I was just thinking about that with the movies that, you know, what would, what would the average person do in the Avengers? Yeah. I, that, Did you call or, it sick? Yeah. Or like even more damage. What was that first, uh, like the, Zack Snyder, Batman, oh, yeah, like or whatever, Justice the, League. the Justice League yeah. movies, where it was like, they destroyed yeah. everything. That and then cannot all of a sudden be worth like, it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, where's all the people at? Yep. Like, you guys just destroyed massive amounts of buildings. They need, and, they need the Sokovia Accord. Yeah, in, apparently. In like the DC universe. It's the only way they could deal with it. <laughs> that I understood. The yeah. bureaucratic side yeah. of things. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't like, just run amok. This is insane, guys. We, we have to have some ground rules. Yeah. Like, first rule... <laughs> Hawkeye, you gotta yeah. chill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only one that doesn't have powers. Yeah, yeah him and Scarlet. <laughs> I, it is funny seeing Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye like next to the. Or you mean uh, Black Widow? Yes, Scarlet sorry, Witch Black Widow. Yeah, Black has powers. Yes, they yes they all have powers except yeah. for those two. Yeah, I think they're just good at fighting. They just can fire a gun. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't ever they seem have to accuracy. do anything. Yeah, they're and the cool. arrows that just never end. He's just always got. <laughs> 80 arrows on hand. There was a Saturday Night Live episode uh, clip of when they had Jeremy Renner be Hawkeye mm-hmm. and they did a whole Avengers scene and then he yeah. goes, he guys have only got like six arrows left. They're like, Hawkeye, <laughs> go take that defensive position and shoot all those guys coming out of the opening. And yeah. he's like, six arrows, I only have guys. like six arrows left. And they're <laughs> and like, And then what? in the show, it's we like, learned yeah, that he shot has like to 10. Like, yeah, doesn't he have to retrieve them? Like, yeah. In the show, it's like, oh, wait, no, that's my special like, yeah, smoke Yeah, I need to go one. get that one again. Yeah, they have to like go back. retrieve the damn arrows. Like, there has to be a better system. Yeah. Speaking of Hawkeye, real quick, uh, if you know me at all, um, I have probably told you that I find Jeremy Renner to be like the most unattractive. I don't like looking at his face. I've spent years talking about mm-hmm. how I don't like the way Jeremy Renner looks. And this is just me being awful. It's not because yeah. I think I'm special or it's just I don't like his face. And imagine my shame and guilt when he almost died <laughs> this winter. And so the only news of Jeremy Renner in the past months has just been like, what a brave soul. What a courageous man. Like, turns out he's so charitable. And then he I'm was, like, like posting pics on his Twitter of his mom and his sister yeah. coming to like bring him food and yeah. like rub his legs. And, and like, I'd spent the previous like help him out while he's been in the hospital. Yeah. Like I had spent at least five years trashing <laughs> that man's face for shame Carly. for shame i know i am embarrassed i'm a, i'm sorry <laughs> well we were 
Uh, one thing we've been doing is watching, uh, we watched a couple different movies in the last, or show and movie, um, this last week. One was, uh, it's all on Apple TV right now, Master and Commander, mm-hmm. Far Side of the World. I had never seen it. I had seen it in 2003 in mm-hmm. the theater. Yeah. And I don't really remember most of it. Yeah. And so it was super, I really enjoy when we find movies like we did recently, we watched Edge of Tomorrow. And mm-hmm. we both, like, at one point go, we totally forgot where we are in yeah. this movie. Like, this like, is, I like, a whole concept, movie. remember the concept, but all yeah. the details. We, It's so fun in old age to get to <laughs> relive things, yeah. you know? So uh, we watched it and really enjoyed it. And then I remembered that we had watched on AMC, there's a show called The Terror. Mm-hmm. And the first season, there's a second season out now um, about Japanese internment camps. But the first season was about... Uh, the actual Northwest Passage expedition mm-hmm. of the Terror and the Erebus. The Terror is a boat. They're two boats. They uh, left England, traveled uh, up to find the Northwest Passage, uh, up to the North Pole, and then through. They thought they they really thought like this is going to be great because we'll be able to go mm-hmm. over the top to to start delivering goods and stuff, and. Uh, Sir Jonathan Scott was picked to, to lead the expedition originally. Ross. Or Ross. Uh-huh. Uh, so he found that he said, I'm not going to do this expedition mm-hmm. because I'm recently married and mm-hmm. uh, I just got done with Antarctica. Yeah. And Need so he gave his second uh, and his one of his uh, his second and he created another second to become the captain to take over and do this. That whole group mm-hmm. spoiler alert died mm-hmm. this is a real expedition um two giant boats two were. huge boats mm-hmm. uh of men and provisions and everything it was basically doomed from the start because mm-hmm. uh in the actual you can actually find the real history books you can read about the actual stories of the stuff that happened um there was a problem with the with the um Food can mm-hmm. it was the first time for canned food mm-hmm. in the 1840s right. when they did this. They had actually canned meat, mm-hmm. and the cans they weren't sealed properly, uh-huh. so they sealed them with lead. <laughs> well, as you do, <laughs> as you do, you got another <laughs> tin can, and you're gonna straight s- lead. Just seal that sucker up with lead. Mm-hmm. The problem was that lead had started to penetrate and permeate and poison all the meat. Yeah, so guys were dying of lead poisoning. Uh, also, just from eating the meat, temperatures, in, and then on top of that, sub zero temperatures. Imagine diarrhea, sub zero temperatures, uh, only white to look yeah. at. There's yeah, snow no blindness. Snow blindness. I. It's just that alone makes me so. And it anxious. was a three year expedition, is yeah. what they were planned for. And one of the craziest things was that both ships weren't technically designed to be icebreakers. They were like schooner vessels mm-hmm. that went back because they were they wanted to save a little money on this yeah. expedition um and so they just retrofitted with a little more wood yeah. and some metal oh so these gosh. boats were underpowered they had steam engines yeah. in them but they were both too small and not truly designed for it arctic was, expedition it was the age of discovery yeah, they yeah were, sure they, yeah. You know, there were there were choices were made oh, some it of was, you may die but that's a risk i'm willing to take but the whole team died the whole um company died and that's mm-hmm. the historical fact the show that mm-hmm. we watched on that's on amc you can watch it on hulu i think it's only out for a few more weeks so you're mm-hmm. gonna have to find it on amazon and pay for it 
Um, but uh, it um, the story that the TV show is based on is a supernatural retelling mm-hmm. of that to where they make it more of a mystery as right. to why these guys are dying or why yeah. what stuff happened is happening. Like yeah. is the was the expedition cursed? Mm-hmm. Like it's really a cool retelling when you actually know like the the real stuff of what happened, but yeah. it's a, the they created an actual story. There's an actual story mm-hmm. that was de- designed for that purpose. And yeah. I thought that was really cool cuz it's like historical fiction. It's really cool. So um, I feel like we've been I've been learning a lot about you know, old timey boats. And I realized that (laughs) I went on uh, Wikipedia to read more about master and commander. And because I have severe ADHD and I go down deep, deep rabbit holes. And um, so then I went down a a naval ship rabbit hole. And I am so embarrassed at all the different things I learned that I should have known. I always thought a galleon was a coin. Ah, like yeah. a Spanish coin. Yeah, it's a ship. Yeah, <laughs> and then a frigate. Yep. When I heard people say frigate, I, I, I don't know. Frigate. I thought it was. A, I thought it was like a swear word. I, yeah, that too. Yeah. So lots of things I didn't realize that came no, from schooners yeah. and um, was it they, they literally I, had like class like leveled classes of icebreakers. Yeah. They had um, uh, dauntlesses. Mm-hmm. They had certain types of. Of battleships, yeah, which is crazy, and it's it's been fascinating. So, what other movies with boats? Well, we were talking about that, and we were like, "What other boat movies are there?" Well, Jaws, I think, is a good boat movie. Probably, I Jaws is in my top five, and it's honestly one of like every time I watch it, I'm just in awe. Like every time, I just find something else. Like I'll find something really, really funny that's in it that you know maybe I hadn't picked up on before, or. Just the uh, Quince monologues, mm-hmm. but also his first scene when he appears saying that he'll kill the shark for them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jaws is just incredible. That's up there for boat movies. Mm-hmm. What else? Titanic. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, should, we probably should have loved it. That one. That's the ultimate boat <laughs> the movie. the ultimate boat movie. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Which we made our kids watch. We did, and they did a great job with they it. They did a great job. We did it over three nights. Um the, the reason we did it is because our son, August, had a um, Titanic project project yeah. at school. And so we thought, oh, he's probably okay to see it. What I forgot is that both of our children are so sensitive yeah. and just feel movies. Yeah. And um, so they, I was like accused. pumped into their veins. Yeah. And so by the time we got to the end, they, they kept saying, do Rose and Jack live? Do they live? They like to know, you know, spoiler yeah. word. But it's such an a huge spoiler that yeah. I was like, nah, I'm not going to tell them. So I was like, yeah, they're happy at the end. I think I said something vague, you know, so they couldn't accuse me of lying. But when Jack went under the water, they both just oh, they piled on it. me like, you said Jack <laughs> lived and is he, is, is, there, is he really dead? And, uh, yeah, they accused me of ruining their life. And yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. They it, took it pretty seriously. They did. They took it hard. So, yeah. uh, Titanic. Yeah. That's... Uh, life aquatic is a mm-hmm. very, heartwarming mm-hmm. fun silly movie yeah on a boat yeah oh bill murray did you see he's dating calice the singer of milkshake oh i don't know who that is yeah the, my milkshake brings all the boys oh to the wow air. impressive yeah there's i don't know what's going on with that but they're dating <laughs> well, good it's for all them. over the internet okay yeah, sorry keep good going. for them uh the other one we were talking about recently though was um twenty thousand leagues under the sea <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah uh you read that with augie I did. Uh, it was one of those junior 
versions of the novel. It was still pretty hefty, though. Yeah. Um, and reading that with him, I was like, wow, this is so cool for, you know, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking of when it was written. I knew it was old-ish, um, but maybe I was thinking like 1910, 1920s. Mm-hmm. So the descriptions of this Nautilus, which is basically a submarine, I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, around that time by World War One, they had submarines, new mm-hmm. boats. So that would make sense. And then I found out that it was written in 1870, 1871. Yeah. So like far before, you know, a lot of this technology existed. And the Nautilus, the way it's described is so, it seems like it would be something from like a James Bond movie, yeah. like a 1960s it's, technology. It's crazy that Jules Verne was writing that stuff it's in that insane. time frame. It's insane. And just, the, and then it was funny because I realized the description of some of the animals I'm like, oh, that's right, because this animal hadn't been discovered yet, or they didn't know that that was actually a mammal, or you know what I mean? And so it was really interesting to realize how revolutionary it was, but that it was quite old. So father of science fiction, apparently. Yep, for real. Yeah. Um, And then uh, another one we thought of was uh, the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I love that one. I remember yeah. how fun that was. That was like, so fun. I saw that in the theater. Sevi and I went and saw it. And mm-hmm. uh, we saw it with a friend of mine. And it was like, that was amazing. Like, that we walked so... out and it was just like, yeah, what the a music great movie. Yeah. And just the, um, I remember everything having Jolly Roger flags on it yep. for years it after that. It was a huge pirate. Yeah. Like, there was a, yeah. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like a fad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, as I looked down at my tattoo of... <laughs> Of a ship on my arm, I realized. I realized yeah, maybe I should have looked into it, but yeah. So that's boat movies. If you guys have any other suggestions on a good boat movie, send them our way. There you go. All right, Carly. Story time. Okay. This one's from the vault. This okay. is, uh, if you remember, it was twenty ten, summer of twenty ten. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a wonderful cat in our family named Louie. Louie. Best cat ever. Ever. History of cats. I anyone's think. anyone's cat of any time. Nobody we was will, better than Louie. We will put Louie up against everything. Yeah. So we had a neighbor named Tilly, and she was, uh, let's just say. <laughs> you're, you're trying to come up with the right word. To trying to come her. up with the right word. So um, basically from the start. She was, I think, not Karen-ish. a... Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. No, you're right. That's probably what it was. Um, anyway, we had gone uh, to Redfish Lake, which mm-hmm. was where we would go to uh, vacation mm-hmm. um, in years past. And we came home and we pulled up and there was a big red flag square thing, door mm-hmm. hanger. Yeah. And it was from the police. From animal control. Animal control. Uh-huh. And it said... Uh, you need to take this to the courthouse and yeah. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you've been charged with trespassing. Yeah. No, maybe it was a police thing because it, um, yeah, we had an animal at large. Uh, animal, Misdemeanor. Mis- whatever. Yeah, ticket. And so. And trespassing. And we're sitting there going, like, we only have cats. Like, yeah. what what could this be? And, and then, we didn't have a cat door yeah. or anything. So our cats couldn't go outside. Yeah, couldn't figure out what was going on. But. So I head down to the. Um, courthouse with it mm-hmm. and stand in line go up to the ticket counter and I go I got this on my came back from vacation had this on my door and the girl types it in and she goes that's weird I have like none of the codes here but a misdemeanor trespassing charge against you personally mm-hmm. and I go 
what? what? Yeah. And they're like, from like, it says like Friday evening. And I'm like, Friday evening, I was in the mountains with my wife and my mother-in-law and yeah. a bunch of family members. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And so then she checks the police record and the and she reads it and she goes, um, your neighbor posted a complaint and called the police because she said that your cat had gotten into her house and was fighting her cats. Yep. And I was you, like, you heard that right. <laughs> our cat got in her house. And in my head, I'm going, OK, did our cat get out? My sister yeah. had been watching the cats or something. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe our cat did get out. Maybe yeah. something happened. Um, I was like, that's. And he was an indoor outdoor cat. But while we were gone, he, he stayed, was, inside. stayed inside and we told her yeah. to keep him inside. So we thought this is strange. So I chose to fight it because I was like, give me an extension because I don't mm-hmm. understand what this is. Yeah. And uh, so she let me do that. Even they were laughing. They, All the ladies were like, laughing. It was this is against so a weird. cat. Yeah. Like she kept saying, I thought it was a dog. This is a cat. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to make sure that the court and everybody, I, even as ridiculous as it was, I was out to make sure that we were proven innocent. And, uh, and my first concern was whether or not you can even charge a cat for trespassing. Right. Like, I, I mean, charge. Well, they were the charging me. Yeah. I know the but, owners of but, the cat. Right. For trespassing because it's a cat. It's, you know, not a dog. So anyway, I still, I'm, that's still unclear for me. But uh, Louie was all black. Yeah. Typical all black cat. In fact. Black with green eyes. Yep. He looked so much like other black cats that one night we were looking for him and he went around a shed um, at an apartment complex that we lived at. He, uh, Louie went around a shed and then he came back around the other side and I picked him up. And I realized it wasn't Louie. It, it was another, another black, black cat. cat. Yeah. <laughs> I was fully ready to take him home until I, like his bone structure yeah. felt different. But anyway, point being that Louie looked like every other yeah. black cat. So I went over to the neighbor's house and knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. And I said, and we had called my sister and she goes, cats never got out. Like, mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about that. They never left. Um, and we go knock on the door. She doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. She won't answer the door because she knows... She doesn't want to answer for her yeah. crimes, right? <laughs> so I uh, had I file my proceeding to the court. I call mm-hmm. the district attorney, I the, might, whatever might. the DA that they gave me, the the public defender for yes. the for the state, whatever it is, and whatever I and I have my prosecuting attorney, yeah, my but, file of uh, cat pictures. Just, yeah, I I I put first I googled black cat images and printed off a few of those. So that I could say, you know, if, if given the chance of making her point in a lineup to our cat, which one is it, you know? And then also I found a couple cats that did live around there that were black and I got pictures of them. And so, you know, because if she's just going to say it was a black cat, it had to have been yours. I could say it could yeah. have been anyone's Again, cat. Again, I am facing yeah. a misdemeanor trespassing <laughs> charge. And so I, I called while Carly was printing all that stuff out because it was like the night before we had to actually go to court for this. We had to go to go to the actual courthouse to do this. Um, I asked the prosecutor or whatever, like, what, like, I don't get this. Yeah, like, are we really about like, to go into a courtroom? We're going into, like, there's an actual thing about cats getting into people's yards. And he that was said, thing. what? Yeah, he goes, wait, what? Yeah. What he is said, that? did you just say cat? Yeah. And I go, yes, I was on vacation. I have my, like, all the photos of me mm-hmm. up at Redfish Lake at the time of this thing. And and uh, he was like, wait, so it's a cat? Because this said, isn't a dog. This isn't, a, like, a wild animal. Like, yeah, because he, he, he was thinking, like, our dog got loose. Yeah. It broke into the lady's house. It was a savagely attacking her yeah. cat. 
But then he was like, wait, there's a cat mm-hmm. in a house? And I go, and I have an indoor cat that doesn't go outside. And he literally and said, no way. I'm dropping this right now. Well, he goes, <laughs> well, first he said, I'm going to I'm gonna make a phone call. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So he calls Tilly. Uh-huh. And then the he neighbor. And goes through the whole thing. And he calls me back and he goes, so she has a cat door or a dog mm-hmm. door. And I said, yep, she does. And he goes, she just told me that she keeps it open mm-hmm. when she's home. Mm-hmm. And when she's not home, she shuts it. And I go, okay, mm-hmm. so that she can monitor animals coming into her house. And he goes, right. And on this day, she said that she had she had kept it closed. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so how did our cat get in the house? Yeah. And he goes, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we showed up. She wasn't there. Carly showed him the pictures. And oh, right, right. Because this first part was you on the phone. It was all on the phone. That's right. Okay. I still so had to go to court. My court. thing with the folder and the cats and him saying, I'm dropping this, that was when we met at the courthouse. Yeah. I apologize. I got mixed yeah. up. So he meets with us and he goes, She wants to run a DNA. Like I told her that you wanted to run a DNA test. Yeah. That it was your, to find out if it was your cat. And yeah. she said she had hair samples. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like, and Carly pulls out and she goes, if she can figure out which one of these pictures is our cat, right? then we will gladly take yeah. whatever yeah. the thing is. And Carly had just taken four Google yeah. search pictures. It wasn't even our cat on any of them. <laughs> and he looked at the four pictures and he goes, I'm dropping this case. <laughs> can you imagine like his day? Like, you know, he's, he's away from his family. Yeah, he had to come into court for this. He probably had like some really scary and serious cases that he had to deal with he was so funny he goes i am so sorry i apologize for making you guys come in today and doing this and having to take time off of work and we were we just laughed we thought it was hilarious but i gotta say this story has a happy ending because we ended up um trucing with yeah befriending her yeah and it it wasn't for years like it wasn't until after um hadley was a toddler and all of a sudden she came around and just seemed to you know, want to be friends with us. And we were like, okay, cool. And she ended up being just a wonderful neighbor for the last uh, few years that we lived there. And then even after we moved, I'd check in on her from time to time. So it ended well. It it's, did. It, you know, she started a Karen, <laughs> but ended up a friend. There you go. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All right, everybody. So Carly and I came up with this new thing. <laughs> Stuff we should have known but didn't. <laughs> so it's the stuff that you find out maybe a little later than you should have in life. Yeah. Like, so what's what's an example of that, Levi? Uh, well, so this is, uh, this is one that has plagued me for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, a padlock is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I've always referred to it as a paddle lock. Oh, I know, because I was the one that said, what did you say? <laughs> did you... <laughs> So, I think we were by, I think we had like a storage unit or yeah. something. And I said, well, well, I got us some new paddle locks. Yeah. And, and I thought you were saying it like a, like a jokey joke, you know, like a, like it's a paddle locky, you know, yeah. and it was like, oh no, you think it's paddle lock. And I was literally <laughs> paddle lock. Yeah. And I've always said that it's paddle lock. Yeah. But paddle lock. Right. Like paddle lock. But, but now I say it too. Yeah. And so <laughs> thank you for that. It's like when you learn how to say something that the kids say wrong. Yeah. And then that's just how you say it. Like I've said it that way yeah. since I was a little so kid. So now I say paddle lock, and but I'm like, hopefully people know it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm glad though I did find out I'm not the only one. There are a number of people that refer to it as a padlock. Okay, well, so I don't hate it. It's it's fine. Uh, one of mine would be um, I didn't know until I was I was 19, and I was friends with a kid that was originally from Alaska, and he said I'm going home to Alaska this summer, and I said, Oh, do you um, take a ferry? And he's like, what? And I was like, like in Seattle, you know, to get to the islands, you um, drive onto the ferry and or else you, yeah. you know, park and then you take the ferry. And anyway, um, and then you get to the islands. And he was like, no, I drive there. And I was thinking, like, is it a huge bridge? Um, how do you drive to Alaska? And then he's like, it's not an island. And I thought <laughs> <laughs> on every map <laughs> in the Alaska and Hawaii are islands. They're, it's they're true. Up, and I knew where it was. I knew it wasn't in the Pacific. I know where it is. But uh, I don't think I really looked at a map where Alaska was attached to land. And so that was super embarrassing. But there are a lot of people, just like with yours, There, I have found many people who who grew up thinking that and were embarrassed to find out that Alaska is <laughs> actually attached. I remember when you told me that and mm-hmm. I was like, makes sense. Yeah. Like, I totally got it yeah. why, you, why you thought that. Well, and I'm sitting there going like, wait, it's attached to Canada. What the, it's, What business is it of ours <laughs> to have that? It's not even hooked up to our country. Yeah. <laughs> it's like closer to Russia. No. So, yeah. Uh, what's another one that you have? So, <clears throat> this one I had as a kid. Uh-huh. Um, every time I'd watch the news because I would go to my grandmother's and I'd watch tv and then we'd watch the news and my dad would show up or my mom would show up and we'd hang out and watch the rest of the news and this is grams and this was with grams is anytime you hear that there's somebody there was a rape mm-hmm. or that somebody got raped mm-hmm. or that person was charged for raping someone yeah i always thought that they were mispronouncing the word rake <laughs> And what I thought was uh-huh. happening was not a horrific crime, right. but somebody got attacked with a garden rake <laughs> and they would take the rake and like, scratch like your face, Ooh, swipe your face yeah. with it. Oh, that guy okay. raked me. Yeah. Oh, he's, like he's, a, out, he's a rakist. Yes. And he's out there yeah. raking everybody. And it was like a stranger yeah. rake. Yeah. Like, and I was didn't know worried him. that there was going to be somebody walking around with a rake yeah. to rake me. Yeah. And that's, that was literally how, and I thought, I thought. Man, they're just not getting that word right. It's <laughs> rake. They made a mistake. But do you think if it was rakes, would people be more inclined to treat the problem? Like would maybe we, would we maybe crack there, down on rakes? There's a lot of vigilante <laughs> rakists out there. Exactly. Oh my god. That was one that I had for a long time until yeah. I think I was like eighteen or nineteen and there mm-hmm. or seventeen and they told yeah. us in health class like this is what rape is and I was yeah. like Oh wait a minute. Yeah. Like Oh, it's a sexual assault. Yeah, I was yeah. like oh, By the way, we're not okay. making light of it, but it is funny to think about but, uh, someone jumping out with a rake. But and when like I was scratching like, you. When I was like Augie's age, yeah. like anytime I heard on the news, like in my mind, yeah. that's what I pictured. Was it just a rake <laughs> and someone Maybe it's better. That's what you pictured. Well, I'm glad that that's how I went through my childhood. So I love that made me you a better person. News. I was also a little um, old lady at a young age, and I would read. I I drink orange juice every morning, and this is before junior high, so I was uh, like preteen and teenage, and I would. Uh, read the morning newspaper, and I read every inch. Forgot of it. you were I read. a fancy kid with a morning newspaper yes, and a glass of the, orange juice. We had the Daily Herald. <laughs> it used to come at night, and then it yeah. started coming in the morning, and that made me feel like a big city person. You know, yeah, like we, we, our newspaper comes in the morning; it's that important. It's hot off the press, and I would read all those. I loved the obituaries. 
Uh, so I could spend a lot of time. Did you ever read obituaries mm-hmm. when you were a kid? Like, yeah. Yeah. Or just to see like if a name pops out. Well, we'd go to my grandmother's and there would be like friends of hers that had passed away. She's like, oh man, I got five funerals to go to. (laughs) I remember looking at obituaries and anytime someone was over 60, I was like, okay, well, it's old age or, you know, like, yeah, that makes sense. That's old. And now here I am at almost 41 and I'm like, whoa, 60 (laughs) is not old. Nobody should be dying at 60. But anyway, sorry to derail that conversation. But uh, one of the things that I also should have known but didn't is I thought when people said the queen consort, they meant the concubine. So like the the mistress. Yeah. So I was always like, that's cool that they get a title. <laughs> like I thought, like wow, it was they're showing like, their face. Yeah, like that the that it was the public acknowledging that this mistress existed and served a purpose. And I was like, that's really cool. Like that's really forward thinking that they would you know be into polyamory that way. But no, it it doesn't mean that at all. It just means like the wife of a king. <laughs> <laughs> It was no mistress. So, it's no. just the wife of the king. Yeah, it's just king. horrible. I don't know why it has a special name, but you're the, the Anglophile. You're the, the royalty expert out of the two of us. I think you're far better at it than I am. <laughs> I don't know. One of us woke uh, up to see the royal wedding of Kate and William, and it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. I, think <laughs> I was up there. It's not my fault. Hadley was, we were feeding, I was feeding Hadley early in the yeah, morning. It was, she was like But it was a old. delightful time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And then uh, after Augie was born, then it was the Queen's Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Well, I so was up for that one too. And then I went the day after last year. I was in, yeah. the, I was in there for the Jubilee. That's right. But okay. Came back with a, with a flag. That's right. Yep. Uh, so another one for me, um, is uh it's my niece actually uh, my niece eliza used to think that when you would read an, an ad for an apartment when it would say washer dryer hookups she thought that meant all like we're hooking you up like you're like <laughs> like it's a homie hookup yeah it's a homie hookup like the the washer and dryer included because we're hooking you up yeah you know so that would she be so disappointing yeah and so, yeah, literally, she'd be confused and she'd open the closet and there was no washer and dryer. It's like, what happened to the hookups? Well, the hookups are there, yeah. but the washer and dryer aren't. And that's when we figured out, oh, that's what she thought it meant. Yeah, so. that's awesome. <laughs> what about you? What else uh, should my, you know by my, now? This is a big one. Okay. So I've struggled with this as a child. And this was... Uh, this is a safe space. It's Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, I never did Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact, mm-hmm. I could never discern the differences between a verb, an adverb, a pronoun, yeah. uh, an adjective. It's like you, you were you had synonym. the flu that week in school. I literally yeah. could not do basic <laughs> phonics. Yeah. And it was, that was the hardest thing. I knew that I could like write something out course, yeah. and write it that way. And you but speak if you had very to well. quiz me on, so I need you to pick out the five nouns you used and the three adverbs. Right. I have, like, yeah. my mind goes blank. It cannot unequivocally yeah. cancel that out to the point that even now today with Augie going mm-hmm. through playing Mad Libs with us, yeah. I still have to ask. You can tell me a noun yeah. and then the, and say what it's supposed to be. Yeah. person, place, or thing. And, and then I yeah. come up with a word. Yeah. And then two seconds later, it can go yeah. to Carly and he'll ask you, like, mm-hmm. an adjective or descriptive mm-hmm. verb. And you'll say it, and yeah. then he'll come back to me, and he'll go, a noun. And I go, what's a noun what's again? A... <laughs> and it's literally no, it's because like, it's, it's, it's not in my yeah. brain. Your like, brain has no put foundation for it yep. at all. It's funny, because that's how I am with uh, math. It's like I hit my end point with math in high school, 
And it's like my brain just decided, like, we cannot possibly learn another way to do math or like, this will never make sense. So we are now just going to go ahead and shut the gate. (laughs) Because Hadley, since, you know, she's going into seventh grade, so she's into algebra. She's starting to go into algebra. And it's uh, bringing back flashbacks. It's horrible. (laughs) It's like, I'm looking at it going like, oh, yeah, I remember this. And I remember the joy of when you figure it out. Yeah. You know, you get that that equation right and all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh i understand what it's asking it's asking to solve for a and i get how to do that but then looking at other problems and it gives me that same pit in the in the stomach of going like i don't know what this it's like greek you know it's like i'm staring at it it doesn't mean anything to me and then the worst part is now math changes so just the way that it's taught and so to me it's almost like the way i learned isn't correct now so right. now I really doubt myself when right. I'm helping now her with really homework. Struggling. Yeah. So yeah, math. I should have should have learned more of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was so in high school I went into Spanish mm-hmm. and that was one of the things that in like they put me in advanced Spanish. Right. But what I didn't know mm-hmm. was advanced Spanish was pretty much Spanish phonics. Right. And they're like, what's the past participle of... Yeah. (laughs) We need to figure out all the past participles and present participles in this Spanish sentence. And I go, I don't know what to tell you. Can I just say what the sentence is? And you can quiz me and I could tell you what it means in English? (laughs) Because that's all I need to know. That's, yeah. That was uh, my Spanish teacher in high school. I took Spanish for two or three years in high school. And he was... Uh, simply in teaching Spanish because he was the baseball coach (laughs) and had served an LDS mission in Venezuela, I think. So he had learned Spanish at some point, uh, conversational Spanish, not much like written, you know, not really all there, but he coached a hell of a baseball team (laughs) and was an assistant coach to the football team. And it was one of the easiest classes I ever had, but I did not learn See, I probably would have done great in a conversational Spanish class, but I... Yeah. It was the literally writing yeah. essays in Spanish and then yeah. coming up with, okay, now name all these yeah. adverbs you use. I don't even know what they are in English, <laughs> let alone Spanish. <laughs> and this the, is doubly horror. I don't know, though, because uh, he, he was lazy enough that he had a, a light-up neon sign that said, it either said... Um, uh, no English or Spanish only. I can't remember. But he would light up that sign and he'd just be, you know reading a magazine or whatever <laughs> and we couldn't talk unless it was in spanish oh. well since he wasn't a good teacher none of us could talk <laughs> i love this yep but yeah great you got anything else no okay. i think that's a good one and i think this is where we can uh end episode five yeah um sorry just, it took so long thank you everybody for uh, for commenting for listening for uh hanging in there with us as uh we've had this little tiny break that we've gone through um for the podcast but hopefully we'll be back on Mm -hmm. track and getting new episodes every week every week and again you can listen to them download them anywhere you get your podcasts they're on all the major platforms now Mm -hmm. and we're super excited please tell your friends thank you so much bye